everybody, this is Eric Frankhouse from EFP. Oh my god, what a week. This is episode 23. I was sick last week, I apologize for not having a episode out, uh, sleeping in the bathroom for 9 hours, and all that jazz. But today's episode is about traps. Yeah, that's right, it's a trap. I want to talk about how they're used in games, how we portray them as PCs and GMs, and then what you can do to make them better in your game. So here's the topics we're going to go over. Traps, why they exist, how to use them, GMs don't abuse them, and PCs learn to use them. These are important things, I think, with traps. They're an amazing mechanic that's in almost every damn tabletop RPG that comes out. So I want to get into this, dive in, and talk about how I use traps in games and what I think you can do to make them better for you and your table at home. Let's get going. So let's talk about it. What are traps? Why do they exist in games? What do they use them for? So on and so forth. Well, it, traps are in games for numerous reasons, and obviously most gaming stuff is based on something out of history. Traps in history is probably where should we start. Well, the Egyptians used them to, to guard the tombs of the dead to make sure tomb robbers didn't come in. A lot of people portrayed those as curses. Literally, they were traps set up and horrible things would happen from darts coming out, pitfalls that you couldn't climb out of, super steep angles where you'd starve to death and die, so on and so forth. They were used to protect the dead for them. Sometimes it's made to stop thieves in homes. They were doors that would lock people in the room so you'd come find them, gas them. And some of that kind of stuff is even used today in in uh, other cultures. And then food. Trapping food. Bears, rabbits, things like that. So that you weren't always watching and taking all your time watching animals, hoping you can hunt one down. Instead, you would trap them. And there's controversy behind that, but that's not the point. The point is that bear traps and things and... and, and uh, Rope traps were made to get food, and those were common ways to use them. In tabletop games, they turned into something else. They're guards, they're warnings, they're determinants for people, puzzles, or just to right out kill people who enter an area they shouldn't be in. So, traps exist for numerous reasons, and I think traps also exist to challenge players and the rogue archetypes and things of those lines, tinkerers that are made to bypass traps and learn about them. But they're also made to reward players for being creative if a good trap is made or an inventive trap is made. So that's kind of how I feel about the, the trap stuff. It, it exists because of history, but it exists in games as a new form of a challenge. I mean, hell, in things like 3.5 and Pathfinder, they're even a, a warrant in an ECL or an encounter challenge rating. Shadows of the Demon Lord, there's an entire class dedicated to being a trapper. It's important. So, with that said, let's dive into the next topic. So, how do you use a trap? Well, let me talk about how I use in the game. I think each system has their own version of traps. Some more or other, more than others. But the first thing you need to do is study the mechanics of why and how traps work in your game. Pathfinder changed traps pretty dramatically, and then you come to 5e, they're different once again. Every developer has their own vision on what a trap is and how complex, simple the mechanics should be for it. So the first thing to do is open up that section. It's never usually more than a few pages and really read how traps work. 
Are, do you have to find them? How do you disable them? Do they take time to disable? Um, are they something that players can make? If not, do you want your players to be able to make them go look for a third-party source? These are things that are important to know before you start willy-nilly throwing these fuckers in your game. You really need to know how they function to make sure you're not screwing over characters or that they're not a challenge. So a pitfall, we'll take that as the basic, right? A floor opens and you fall in it. The basic version is brushes over to forest, they break, you go through. You go into maybe dwarven labyrinths or mines or where they protect their treasure hordes and they're well done and they're a pressure plate and they're harder to see. And then maybe later on they're magical. The only way to see them is with magical, people can find magical traps. Traps level up based on the difficulty of of the people who built them, how, how hard they want them to be to bypass. But they're also there to make sure they keep challenging the players. A dart trap can challenge a player forever if you learn how to up it. And it's not just upping the DC or upping the difficulty, depending on the setting, or upping the boons, whatever you're playing, whatever system. Making it harder isn't the only thing you do. The effects that it has on a player is also extremely important. So look over your traps, study the system, and then build traps that make cultural sense. Now, granted, if it's an old tomb, that culture would be the culture from when it was made. But when it has to make sense, you need to let the players know why it makes sense. Give them the ability to figure it out through breaking the trap apart, bypassing the trap, or studying the area around it. Then they have an idea of how that trap works. You're putting them into the setting and into the piece and into the environment so they know, oh, this is a dwarven place. They're used to using mechanical traps. They love things that fall, smash, chop, and so on. And then reward your players for bypassing them. Don't ever throw one out there and not give them something for getting past it. Even as simple as a bear trap, if it is protecting the path to a cabin to get to the hunter they need help with, make sure that the players get something for bypassing traps. Maybe there's a treasure. Don't, don't do it and then not reward them. Because players look for rewards after beating a challenge. And if you don't do that, you're a shitty GM. So be better. So let's talk about GMs. Don't abuse these. It's a really simple thing uh, to do on accident. It's easy to overuse traps instead of them making a, a conscious choice to use them for the right reasons. You gotta let players know why traps are there when they figure it out. You gotta reward them, like I said in the previous section. And you need to set the challenge for the trap accordingly. Too easy? Let the players bypass it. Just let them know traps are here and you know. You bypass all these simple traps. And you get to a room that looks really different. This room is overly elaborate. You can see the treasures in the room, but you don't feel any traps around you. Then the players know to that they need to search. You don't need to make them check for every trap. If they're too good and they can just bypass the track, if their trap, if their passive perception would just see it, let them see it. Or if they're so trained in it, they're looking, don't make them make a roll. Unless you're running a dungeon crawl, that stuff really slows gameplay down. You need to look at the mechanics for how that works as a GM and make sure you're not abusing them because nothing's worse than every floor tile a player searches to see if there's a trap just so they don't get tripped up to get the area you want them to get to anyway because you prepped it that way. Traps make sense when they're used correctly. A trap in a room that is an alarm that warns the guards on the other side of the door makes sense. A trap that is a pitfall that drops you into the, the creature that they feed, that makes sense. Because you don't have to go down there yourself and die. 
a room with vast treasures that they've hidden and there are traps in effect and maybe one of them's broken and the players can see it. So they now know to start looking for traps in this area. Or you take things like the new God of War where you can see the traps, but you need to learn how to bypass them. Maybe you can't bypass them. You know what's going to happen. And instead of being able to disable it, you got to make that roll to see if you get hit or not. Traps don't always have to be disarmed. Sometimes you just need to take them head on. Give players options for that stuff. But it, don't abuse it. Don't slow your game down with so many traps that you don't understand how they work and you're not using them correctly. Make the players enjoy the traps being there because they get something for passing them. Also, use your traps to tell a story instead of abusing them. People who are left over below, how long it's been since people have been here, the craftsmanship itself. Maybe the mechanical parts can be used for something. Maybe there's a world-famous trap of the lock that the players want to seal away a god. These are ideas of creative ways to use a trap. I would say write down a bunch of traps that you think are suiting to the area you're getting ready to do, and then write a few more, circle the ones you like, and only use those few, even if you need to repeat it once or twice. Magic and Monsters has finally released in its working form. If you're interested in playing a high magic game where gods meddle in men and where magic has twisted them to monsters, Magic and Monsters Marks of Men might be for you. 5e compatible product. Find an EFP Patreon. So PCs should learn to use traps as well. A good ranger or someone who knows how to set traps because they're in the military is an amazing character. Being able to set an alarm for your area when you go camp for the night so you're not getting jumped and everyone can get their sleep because you trust in the item you've made, to setting traps in the entrance of a cave you're being followed, or taking traps apart and bringing them back with you to fortify your stronghold. These are amazing things that a PC should do and should enjoy. So as a GM, you got to make sure you know how it works. But as a player, you need to as well. Help your GM with the mechanics. Alarms when camping. Nailing down enemies so they can't run away in combat instead of using sp spells. Getting food when you're out and maybe in your local area. Trapping for rations. Using bone to make new armor. Things along those lines. And if you go high end, going into a beholder's cave and setting traps and drawing it in yourself. To hold it down and be able to kill it. These are things that players can do with traps that are overlooked way, way too often. I hope that this stuff helps players. Look for ways to be creative with a mechanic in the system that they have only thought is for GMs. So if you have ideas as players or GMs on how you use traps, call into the show. It's in the lower left-hand corner. Simple click. I'll put you on the air and we'll start a discussion about this. I personally love traps in games, and I feel like I use them a decent amount, but maybe not enough. My parting shot here, before I do the closing, is if you're playing Cypher Sister or Numenera, think about doing your traps as GM intrusions. I'll let you mill on that. <laughs> So everybody, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this. This is a shorter episode than normal. I'm getting ready to go see Infinity War. And I just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. We're 23 in. I love doing these. 
Apologize for not maybe being sick. Maybe I'll get an interview in so I can double down for you guys one of these weeks to make up for it. Got to make sure we fill all the weeks of the year. But in closing, my Patreon is live. It has been doing well. Had a lot of good stuff. We've started a Discord channel. So if you sign up, you can join that. I also have Numenera West Marches. If you're looking for a way to play Numenera in an open setting, um, feel free to contact me through the Discord or any of my social media. I'll point you in the right direction. We're a very vibrant community. We play at least once or twice a week. I am looking for a few more GMs. And last but not least, Magic and Monsters has released Marks of Men. I love this 5e setting. It's been fun to produce. It's being playtested with two of my groups. And I want to know what you think. Sign up for the Patreon. Even at the dollar level, you'll get access to this. Well, that's it for me. I'm going to go see Thanos kick some ass. But remember, everybody, watch, listen, learn, and go roll some dice. I'll talk to you all later.